0: Helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and award-winning psychotherapist. I want to thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. Today's show is titled, How to Cope in Distressing Times. Yes, yes. Today, people all across the world are distressed as waves of uncertainty and instability bombard us day after day. What makes matters worse is that many things that once brought comfort are no longer possible. For some of us, we found comfort in the past by congregating with friends and family members. Today, in most cases, that is no longer possible. For others, it was something simple as just going to the mall and being lost in the the hustle and bustle of the crowd. Now, that's no longer possible. Maybe for you, it was simply getting a hug from a friend. With physical distancing, that's no longer possible. These things that once helped us cope has been swept away by the tsunami of this disease that has washed over our planet. In today's show, we will be looking at practical steps, practical ways to cope in distressing times. Hence the title, How to Cope in Distressing Times. These tips are commonly used in dialectical behavioral therapy, DBT as some of you might know it. And today I will be using the acronym DOSES, D-O-S-E-S, to talk about these very practical tips. So take your pen and paper and get ready because these tips will be very helpful. But for those of you who have listened to this show week after week, you know that we like to take a biblical perspective on all of our topics. So, I want to start today by talking a little bit about distress in the Bible. When we read passages such as, such as Psalm 77, we see that distress is is very common among the people of God. The psalmist in Psalm 77 wrote, I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out my untiring hands and I would not be comforted. Psalm 55 the psalm is wrote in Psalm 55 verse 1 to 5 and I'm just reading section zero of those five, first five verses. My thoughts trouble me and I am distraught. My heart is in anguish within me. Horror. Has overwhelmed me. So, as we read these verses, you get this picture that they are going through hard times. And in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8, wrote, We are pressed on all sides, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, so troubles and trials are very common to mankind, and it goes back to biblical times. And today, yes, we are living in very hard times. Before we go into these these tips today, I want to welcome all my listeners and thank you again for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. For those of you who are new, We are a not-for-profit organization that provides professional counseling from a Christian perspective. You can find out all about us by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. I am your host, Michael Hart. I am a registered psychotherapist, and I also have a background in theology, and so I like to combine the two to give insight. So today's show will be no different. You can also call us at one 3546 if you have any questions or you would like our services. So let's go right into these tips today. As I said at the onset that we will be using the acronym DOSES to talk about these tips About how to how to cope in distressing times. So the 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 D in this acronym is for do do and do refers to doing things, becoming active, engaging yourself in activities. When you are distressed, the tendency is to be is to become inactive and to not be involved, but instead, by becoming active, you can actually trick your, trick your brain to get out of that depressed or distressing state. So in dialectical behavioral therapy, they give several tips as to how activities that you can do. So they talk about things like playing a board game, uh, building something, building a bookcase if you're someone handy or making something for, for women that might be crocheting or knitting. These kind of activities are good for taking the, the brain away from the distressing thought or the distressing thing that is causing you distress. So by doing these things, you're forcing your mind to focus on something else. And as you focus your mind, you will notice that this depressing feeling, this feeling of being overwhelmed will go away. So the D is for doing activities that engage the brain in in another way. And the O in doses is for others. When we are going through a hard time, the temptation is to become self-focused, to become preoccupied with what's going on in your life. But there can be relief by focusing yourself on others, becoming others focus so we you can do things like volunteering volunteering for a cause and yes you can volunteer even without leaving your home there are things that you can do organizations that are helping people that you can become a part of. Uh, we at Elim, for example, we need prayer partners that will pray for people. And these activities do not necess- necessitate a person leaving their home. So by becoming a other focus, by praying for others, for example, you're helping yourself to feel better instead of ruminating over and over again on what it is that you lack. And so I know by for so some of us this might be hard and I'm by no means belittling what you are going through, but studies have shown that by becoming other focus, and one study was done on praying for others, believe it or not. And this study was done in the Journal of Scientific Study of Religion. We mentioned this on last week's show. And so in this journal, Scientific Journal of Religion, what they found is that seniors who had financial problems, who were going through tremendous financial difficulty, in other words, they were uncertain as to how they were going to provide for themselves in their retirement they didn't have the means to support themselves but what this study found is that these seniors by praying for others that they did not develop the the health health problems that other seniors who focused on their problems their their financial problems developed so just by praying just Think about that for a moment. Just by praying for others. They are not praying for healing. They are not praying for a financial breakthrough. They are not praying for some miracle in their lives. They are praying for others. And by praying for others, they're actually helping themselves. So the O is to become other focus, focus your attention on others, volunteer for a cause as I said before, pray for others, help others, and as you begin to do so, you will find that the the sadness and the distress feeling that you're having will go away. And the S that we go to the, the third the third letter in the acronym, the third letter is the letter S. And the S in the acronym is to shift. And by shift, we're referring to shifting your thoughts. Your thoughts, when your thoughts remain focused on the problem, then you become overwhelmed. So under this letter S, we'll be looking at specific techniques for shifting your thought. One technique is called the stop sign technique. And in The stop sign technique is when these worrisome thoughts come up, you think of seeing a stop sign with the letter stop on it this sign think of this sign right in front of your face imagine this sign that say stop visualize it and that is a reminder that you need to stop that thought right in its track before it gets a hold of your mind and sp- spiral you down into worst case scenarios. For many of us, we do not stop the thought. We we are going through, for example, the hard times that we are going through and we have not been, some of us have not been paid for a few weeks and we start thinking, oh, I, I don't have an income. I'm going to lose my house. I'm going to get divorced. And we start going into spiraling down into worst case scenarios. scenarios. I'm going to go bankrupt. And as we focus on those negative thoughts, we become more and more distressed. So on the shift, what you, shifting that thought by the stop sign technique is very powerful and it stops you from spiraling yourself downwards. The other way of doing this is to Write out these thoughts that you're having on a piece of paper. So let us say that you are worrying that you are going to go bankrupt. You stop and you, you write it down and then you crumble that piece of, crumple that piece of paper up and throw it away as a physical way of saying, I am not going to focus on these thoughts right now. So by shifting what you're doing that you're taking these thoughts and you're physically using this technique of writing them out, crumpling them up and crumpling that paper up and throwing it away. It's, it's a way of helping you to shift that thought. Another way that you can shift that thought is by using the thought record sheet or our, or in our Uh, office, we have created a sheet that is known as our cognitive reconstruction sheet. And on this sheet, what we do is that we use several uh, columns to write about the situation that is making us anxious, is giving us these anxious thoughts. And then we write about the emotions that we're having. But even more importantly, there are two columns on the form to look at the reasons, the the, the evidence that suggests that that that, that warrants the kind of worrying that you're going through. And then the other column that is very important is a reason against why some of these things might not be true that you're worrying about. And what we find is that many people, as they go through these, this, this cognitive reconstruction sheet, is that they come to this place where they realize that they were being overly emotional. In the way that they were looking at their situation. And so the cognitive reconstruction sheet, if you'd like to get a copy of this sheet, then you can contact us at our website and through our website, and we'll be happy to send out a copy of this sheet. Again, our website is elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E L I M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. Or you could call us at 1 544 3546, and we'll be happy Happy to get you a copy of this sheet. So so there we have the we have come to the S, which is the shifting your thought by the stop sign technique or by the crumbled paper technique where you crumple up a piece of paper that you have written out your negative thoughts on and throwing it away. The E in the acronym DOSIS is for sorry, the E in the acronym, yes, DOSES, D-O-S-E-S is the acronym. The E is for emotions. And so emotions are very, very important. And so what we want to do when it comes to this part of the acronym, is to write out the emotions that you're feeling. These emotions might be sadness, it might be fear, and what I would like you to do when you write out this emotion is to rate the level of the emotions that you feel from 1 being the lowest level of the emotion to 10 being the most intense it could be. So 10 would be like you're having a panic attack and you just falling apart part and you 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 really can't cope at all. And so after writing out this emotion, the level of the name of the emotion and the level of the emotion, the next thing that I would recommend is that you start doing something that creates an opposite, emotion. So for example, if you're feeling sad, you could watch something that's really funny. If you're feeling as if you're you're just want to isolate yourself and just curl up in a ball and do nothing. Start praise and worshiping God if you're a person of faith. So in other words, words, you're doing the opposite of what the distress is telling you to do. You're not making the distress control your life. You are controlling it by doing something that's the opposite and uh, sometimes we don't use the resources that we have to make us feel better and praise and worship is very very powerful, clapping your hands while you praise and worship, singing as you praise and worship, being active in your praise and worship can actually shift your emotions. I, I look in amazement as people like Anthony Robbins simulate a lot of what we do in our churches with business executives from 500 companies. We will, He will have these These executives, that thousands of them that have have paid thousands and thousands of dollars to go to these conferences, and he would say, stand to your feet, and they would stand, and he he would say, shout as loud as you can, and they would shout something out, and then he he would say, no, clap as loud as you can, and they would start clapping, and then he, he would ask them how they feel, and many of them would start reporting that they feel better, they're all pumped up and ready to take on the challenges that they are faced with. Now he's just simulating what we can do in a much more genuine and natural way by worshiping the God that we serve. So praise and worship is very, very powerful in shifting emotions. Your emotions can also can also be be shifted by memorizing scripture so if you if you are tending to go down this road of negativity because of your distress you can take your mind off of that distress by by writing out verses memorizing verses and memorizing passages of scriptures and as you do so you will begin to feel better. Some of the Psalms that I would recommend that you memorize is Psalm 91, for example. Psalm 9 to 1 talks about he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadows of the Almighty. And as you begin to memorize these psalms and begin to internalize them, you will find that you do better. Another psalm that I would recommend is Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence does my help come? My Help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And so as we go through these distressing times, memorizing psalms like these and focusing on them, is creating a negative emotion. The tendency is to be fearful and overwhelmed and distressed and losing hope. These Psalms are saying that we are believing in a God that can protect us, a God who we believe is the maker of heaven and earth that watches over us and that keeps us from stumbling. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord the Maker of Heaven and earth. Chances are that the Maker of heaven and earth can see us through this very difficult situation that we are going through. So I think in times like these, our faith can be a big part of taking control of our our, taking control of our, our emotions. And the sad thing is that many of us we miss out on this because we do not realize the power. That we have in our faith. And so the E is for emotion. So, so far we have the D is for doing. Doing activities, becoming, becoming, uh, starting a project, for ex- example, even playing a board game. The O is for others. Focus on others and not so much yourself. And even praying for others. And then we say the S was to shift. Shift your emotions. Shift your emotions in a way by memorizing scriptures that are positive and hopeful, and even, even. Taking control of your thoughts by praise and worship, and do, these are all powerful things. So we come to the the S in in our acronym doses D O S E S. So the S in doses is for senses, and. In DBT, using the senses. So, for those of you who have just joined, DBT is for dialectical behavioral therapy, and it's a it's a type of therapy that has become very common. So, a lot of these principles that I am talking today are are used in in D B T therapy and so the S is for senses and it's it's this is saying that you can use your senses, your see your sight, your hearing, your smell, your taste and your touch as a way of of dealing with distress. And let me explain this in a more thorough way. So let us take, for example, the feeling of touch. When you are distressed, the tendency is to focus on the the problem. And this triggers your sympathetic nervous system. You go into fight or flight because your mind is so focused on the distressing situation ahead of you. What you can do, for example, to involve the touch in, in coping with your distress is to, to take an ice cube, for example, and just hold that ice cube in your hand and focus on the sensation of what that ice cube feels like. And you can move it from from one hand to a next. You can put it on your face and just touch it against your cheek and just note what that feels like. Now, this might seem like very simple, very naive, and uh, as if it's not going to work, but I have counseled hundreds, if not thousands of people. And I have used these technique with techniques with my clients, and they're simple but they're powerful. I see people who have been who were having unexplained panic attacks that the doctors could not find any way to treat. And they use techniques like the ice cube technique and it helped them to Soothe themselves down and to calm themselves down. So something as simple as an ice cube can be very powerful in breaking this this feeling of being distressed when you're in the clutches of of distress. So that's an example of using the touch sense. So you can also use the the taste sense. And so and a one way of doing that is to eat something uh, sour, for example, or something spicy if you really want. To to shift your focus. Eat some Jamaican or some Caribbean food that's really spicy, and so this taste that you that you will be having in your in your mouth is shifting your senses and and shifting your. Sympathetic nervous system from focusing on the problem that you are going through and the distressing feelings that you're having, uh, you're having at the time. And so, when you do this, you're going to know that your level of anxiety is going to go down. So, when we talked about emotions earlier, I, I was remiss to say that. After rating your emotions the first time, after going through the technique, you should rate your emotions again to see what level it is. And it's the same thing for the senses. When you go through this exercise, if you are to rate your emotions before and after on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 being the most extreme, you will find that sometimes after using the taste technique, or are they using the, 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 the feel technique of the ice cube that your level of distress will be much less. So I challenge you to do that if we are going through some kind of distress. And the next thing I would say is to... Use your hearing, for example. Listen to relaxing, soothing music, and this will help you to start feeling better regardless of what you're going through. So we have talked about the feeling, we have talked about the 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 tasting, and we have talked about the hearing, but what about seeing things? seeing can also be powerful and we have now so much access to beautiful sceneries that you don't have to go anywhere, you don't have to go on a vacation to enjoy exotic parts of the earth there's so many pictures on YouTube for example, on Google search for example, of beautiful places that you can shift your sympathetic nervous system by by using your sight to look at peaceful scenery and so so the, the one that we haven't done yet is Smell. So, smell can be very important as well in shifting your 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 distress. So, smell could be as simple as baking bread. If you're someone who baked, the smell of freshly br- baked bread can be very powerful. Or whatever sense, lighting a candle, a candle that gives off certain aroma can be a way of shifting your senses and taking you out of that. Distress. So there you have it, the acronym DOSES, these steps for getting out of distress. So I do hope that you, you found these tips very helpful. And these tips are only good if you practice them. And I know the tendency is to think that this is so simple, it will not work. So there you have it, the, these tips from the acronym DOSES, how to cope in distressing times. So last week we did a show. The show was Seven Ways to Protect Your mental. Mental health during the pandemic. If you have missed that show, I suggest that you go to our web tube, or, or YouTube channel where you can listen to this. So we had someone that wrote in as a result of the show, and she said, Michael, I love your shows, but I did not like the way you presented the story of, of the ark. So, uh, sorry, the story of the plague brought on by the Philistines after they had captured the Ark of God. You made it sound as if it was just a disease that was transmitted by the cart on which the Ark was being pulled and not punishment from God. Now, let me say that this is a good point that she raised, but let me say that couldn't it be both? Couldn't it be a disease and also punishment from God? The disease that Belshazzar had where he was driven out, I think it was Belshazzar, where he was driven out of the palace and for seven years he acted as a wild animal. This was an act of God. But this was also a psychological disease called boantrophy, where people, act like animals. And so I would say to, to this uh, person who wrote in that, yes, you have a point, but it could be both a punishment from God and the Philistine, but it could also be uh, a bubonic plague that has been spread by the ark. So... So, this is my response to that. And so, I want to thank you for joining us in this episode of the Life Transformation Show. Until next time, this is your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, praying that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart.